welcome. You've got mail. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of TechStream. This is kind of the week, if you're listening to this podcast when it's released, this is the week before everything gets serious. I know Labor Day is the unofficial end of summer, but to me it's the U.S. Open and the start of school. And in the Northeast, school starts the week of the 30th, and we are getting, this is like the last week of playtime. This is the time to go to the beach. This is the time to spend some time by yourself. And if you're by yourself, there's always an option for porn. You like that segue right there? Good afternoon, Shelly. Yeah. So how okay. I went there? <laughs> I went yes. family friendly to right down the dark path. You did. You went, you, you went there. Nice job. <laughs> well, and here's the, here's the reason. It's TechStream is about technology, right? And culture. Mm -hmm. And what we're not going to do today is we're not going to do a history of, well, in my day, you had to get videos and you had to sneak magazines and you had to do all the. That's not what we're talking about here. And we're also not going to talk about our favorite uh, fetishes because we'll leave that for a bonus episode one day. Seriously. The, the, reality, <laughs> the reality of it is, is that everything in tech from mobile devices to uh, streaming services to uh, everything in tech revolves around what is porn doing and how is it working? Because that has been always the pioneer. But then there's the whole OnlyFans thing. So where do we start, Mr. Palmer? Well, look, porn, to your point, has led tech forever, forever, uh, for a bunch of reasons that are obvious to everybody. First of all, uh, there's a market that while uh, so the the prudish and the the those who wish to impose their morals or whatever on others may you know not acknowledge but in practice they don't call it the world's oldest profession for nothing and and it is you know always been a uh, something people would pay for and it's always been a driver of technology to deliver the best experience inside of the parameters of the business rules they've set up, which is you pay for something that you want and they figure out a way to deliver it. Most recently, since the advent of the World Wide Web, actually even on the internet, but much more so since the World Wide Web, which enabled a very easy distribution of images and ultimately video, Tech has led across the board. They led in video distribution, in paywalls, in credit card processing anonymously, in the delivery of uh, categorized, in many cases, it was statistical machine learning or straight just scoring, but ultimately they were able to deliver uh, with recommendation engines now, th there's a wider range of things you'll probably put up with in that uh, genre than in others. When you go to Netflix or you're looking for a movie you like, it's a little bit harder to tell what movie you're going to like. Are you a Ryan Reynolds fan? Are you an action movie right. fan? Comedies, Are you a right. comedy? That's a little right. harder. But here, I mean, even the worst of it is probably going to satisfy the needs of the viewer. It's not only been through technology. It's been the event of the VCR, uh, the DVD player, the, you know, every, 
they they're well, I would argue, I would argue that's all, that's all tech, right? I mean, I'd argue that's all right, tech, but that's right? the there's thing. A, like, yeah. it's not. This is not just new tech. I guess what I'm trying to demonstrate is, it's not just new technology and the iPhone. The porn <coughs> porn was a big thing way way before the iPhone. Well, look from from the printing press to the present, every time there has been a new technology, one of the very first things that drove that tech if it was a media tech right if there was some media component to it meaning audio or video component or if it was a graphic component pornography has driven it so it should surprise nobody and again i don't this is not hearsay this is not me guessing this is not me making stuff up if you are so inclined you don't even and when i say do your own research here you don't need the scientific method you simply need to google the history of porn and you will find right hundreds of scholarly articles telling you about the way that this uh you know from shakespeare to the present and straight straight words right to you know everything anyway fast forward to now the most recent memory for those of you who are oh just a little bit older than the Gen Zers, you'll remember fondly, I hope, a blog site called Tumblr, right? Which, which just everybody liked, and many, many stars, many, many pop stars, many cultural icons had Tumblr accounts, and it it predates the. I'm going to say it predates the obsession with Instagram by a little bit. But what happened there was it became the blogging favorite of people who tried to tell stories, literally tried to tell stories in Tumblr uh, that were pornographic in nature. And ultimately, it just became a, a really hardcore porn site. And they came to power with a just a ton of porn content at some point when they were trying to financial engineer the future of Tumblr, they realized this is not a way we can build a business, at least not with the current climate in the fintech world, the financial technology and current banking business, Wall Street, get down the list, business rules will never get publicly traded, will never get sold appropriately. The exit strategy is being hampered by our success with untoward content and so they pulled their untoward content they, they killed their adult community the adult entertainment community was was exercised from tumblr now is the end of tumblr end of, end of story i mean it, it just went away because there was no other reason to use it there are plenty of other technologies facebook there are millions of other places you could do a straight blog medium uh, ultimately evolved. I mean, there, there were so many other places to do a blog post that were better, bigger communities guaranteed you a better audience. And truthfully, if you're writing content that was straight content, as opposed to adult entertainment, you were going to do better. Well, let's fast forward a little bit. We've got YouTube. They have very strict policies about nudity. Facebook, very strict policies about nudity and sexual content. And it's relatively easy for Facebook and, and Google to weed that out. Include Instagram with Facebook since they're owned by the all, all, all main social, all the mainstream, hardcore, pardon the pun. <laughs> to How find long did that porn. Take? <laughs> Sorry. There are those who will tell you without much uh, muss or fuss, you can find anything on Twitter. Although it's hard to use search on Twitter to find what you're looking for. 
Reddit, you can go and find all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, I know this from academic research, Seth, not from personal of course, experience. Of course. I'm, I'm simply saying. Well, when but here's the thing. Well, but when did Pornhub become such a thing? Oh, please. Um, no, no, no. It, it wasn't X, all, always. X videos is the ninth most popular site on the planet. And Pornhub is the 10th most popular site on the wow. planet. And they're usually higher than that. Uh, there was a time when 20 or 30% of the top 50 sites were porn sites. That may still be true. You can go look at top sites and yeah, X hamster is one of, I mean, there's like enough of them in there where you're some of them, if you don't know what they are, it's like, Oh, well, let me go look at the most popular websites. I'm going to put together a thing for my client. You have to be a little careful. You're going into a consulting project. I mean, you know, Pornhub and YouPorn are obvious. RedTube is obvious, but some of the names are less obvious. So you definitely should be clicking on all the top 50 sites but, listed on Alexa or listed but are these on sites, you know, some of the other sites. Uh, but are these sites virus scannable? Are these sites safe? Can any idiot go on their mobile device and find and, and type in Pornhub and they have a treasure trove? And the follow up to that, before you answer that question, is how in the world do these companies make any money? Because I'm not spending a penny. OK, well, wow. There's three things going on here that that we need to understand. First, the, the thesis of today's podcast is that porn leads tech. So let's let's keep that going for a minute. There was a time when vivid video on the West Coast and the entire porn industry that lives in California was charging between 20 and $40 a month just to view porn. Wow. But while everybody got cameras in their phones, everybody started to make amateur porn, uh, a couple of things happened. Some of these companies are publicly traded on the West Coast. Some rolled up all of the small little porn companies. There was a big AIDS scare and sexual transmitted disease scare. They tried to organize the sex workers in a way and get them tested for protocols. And while that was all happening uh, in the last 20 years, it became impossible for them to charge for simply viewing. There's just too much content online created by people who are not them. So as a profit center, that went away. To combat that, there are live cams and other uh, and, and dating apps that are really just it. They're Uber for sex workers, and that's where they're making their money. So the Got catnip it. is free porn, and then there are paid services that get you to the. You know, these are all. Uh, I won't say bait and switch. They're bait and sell, and that's what they sell. What's interesting is that TikTok has become a because the algorithm is so insanely good at giving you what you want. The minute literally the minute you hover over a girl doing a handstand in a bikini or whatever it is that that's happening uh, tiktok is going to start sending you more and more stuff that looks like that and you you have to be you have to work hard to to make that not be true the one thing you'll find is that almost every not every but i'm talking uh, 60% of the young ladies and several of the young men who are uh, popular, okay. I'm going to use that term loosely, uh, or will show up in your feed because of the algorithms, understanding that this is something you look, look for, have OnlyFans accounts. And they either send you to Instagram, which is a little more restrictive than OnlyFans, because OnlyFans is not restrictive at all. Uh, 
And so at OnlyFans, the, the nature there uh, of that beast is you get to create a paywall or a subscription service. So they're thinking that you're taking selfies or you are doing some, you know, your great cooking show or your amazing uh, <laughs> fly, fly fishing seminars and you'll put a paywall up. But in practice, mostly what's going on there are people who are serving content that they want to charge for and you're willing to pay for and they promote on tiktok they promote on twitter although you could probably put everything on twitter but you can't get paid for it right so how much do you want to put on twitter it's like you'll incite you'll you'll um incite them to go to your only fans or you will inspire them to go to your only fans account so of or only fans is where a lot of people are making a lot of money you get a million million people coming to your site you get a you know five thousand subscribers at 20 bucks a month you're making real money i mean for someone who's sitting at home in their bedroom with a single camera looking into it and doing whatever it is they do, or for a couple that wants to, uh, you know, yeah. charge money, has some, you know, some story to tell and whatever they do, they do. And there are people who are willing to watch and they're willing to let the people watch for a, for a fee. It's become quite an industry, quite a serious industry. Anyway, long story short, unless you've been living under a rock, you know, that uh, just a week or so ago, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, in August or September of 2021, it's a few weeks ago. If you're listening later than that, it was sometime in mid-August of 2021. Oh, hold on, hold on. Please let us know how the flying car is. Continue. Yeah, you're listening in the future. The um, the insanity is that OnlyFans decided to uh, tumbler themselves into obscurity. They literally have said, well, we're not going to accept adult content anymore. And... I felt a terrible disturbance in the force as if millions of people had cried out in terror and then were suddenly silenced. Are they crazy? Like, did they not read the Tumblr case study? It's done. Stick a fork in these guys. See you later, OnlyFans. Now, there are two things about this that fascinate me, Seth. One, and by the way, I'm not here telling everyone that, you know, porn is awesome and that, I'm, you know, that this is something that I do a lot of or that anybody should or shouldn't. I'm not making a moral judgment. I'm not trying to talk about whether porn is valuable or not valuable. I'm just acknowledging the fact that it's a monstrous business, monstrous business. And there's real money to be made there. And there's a lot of technology that evolves because wherever there's real money to be made, technologists go and they do technology to differentiate themselves. And one of the things that differentiated OnlyFans is that it made it really easy, as easy as using YouTube, as easy as using Facebook, as easy as using Twitter to set up a paywall and charge money for whatever it is you want to do behind the paywall. I'll just leave it there. And they just said, well, okay, the thing that's the most sought after thing you'd put behind a paywall, which no offense to anybody who does, you know, teaches fly fishing, lure making, you know, if you want to do fly tying, that's great. But I, I don't know that that's where OnlyFans are going to make their money. What they have done by making this announcement is, Seth, literally, they just put a green field out there. And they've said, hi, we have created all the white space you need. And you hear that? Do you hear that, Seth? Of that course. is the sound... That is the sound of millions of developers, millions of developers furiously typing to create the next version of OnlyFans. And it's going to come in one of three flavors. It's either going to be a regular web 2.0 app that just does what it did. You don't just knock it off. It's, there's nothing about OnlyFans that was interesting from a technology perspective. 
it was just easy to use and well designed and and people liked it people mostly what was interesting about it yeah you made money because you could do what you wanted to do and nobody bothered you it was uncensored well now it's going to be censored so all you need to do is build an uncensored version of it let everybody know it's an uncensored version and you'll pull all those creators into that new app that's thing one but there are two other things that are possible now that weren't possible a couple of years ago. One is that you could create a utility token, a cryptocurrency that would remunerate and, uh, those who create value in this new environment. And what I mean by that is, yeah, we're using real money, you know, fiat currency, dollars, if you live in the United States. But you don't have to. You could use a combination of dollars and crypto. And that crypto would be even more interesting because under certain circumstances, most circumstances, really, that currency's transaction does not show up on your credit card statement. So your significant other doesn't need to see it ever, mm -hmm. and neither does anybody else. So there's, a, there's an anonymity there. Uh, there's either, you're either pseudonymous, pseudonymous or anonymous. One way or the other, you don't need to be front and center. That's thing one. Thing two, they could rebuild or you could, I could, we could, somebody could rebuild a version of OnlyFans, totally Web 3.0, totally done decentralized. And there you have something really interesting. It can never be censored. If you do something uh, on an open network, peer-to-peer -peer network, that's done with a content ID as opposed to an IP address, Web 2.0, like we, you and I know, like the website, right? Shelly, ShellyPalmer.com is a Web 2.0 website. It has an address. 3.3.3.3. If you type in those numbers, HTTP and those numbers, or you, or you type in HTTPS, ShellyPalmer.com, or HTTPS and those three numbers, you're going to get to the same place. There's a DNS server, domain name server. There's an index that indexes those numbers, right? Um, there's you know, those 12 numbers become uh, ShellyPalmer.com. If you were to do Web uh, 3.0, what happens is you don't, you can't have that because it's distributed on a peer-to-peer -peer network. You have a content ID. So what happens is your page is a, is identified with a content ID, but once it's no long no longer just on one server, once it's out in the wild, it can never be deleted. Now you have to do a little bit of gymnastics to to update it and make the content dynamic. There's a whole bunch of coding you need to do, but it's well understood and people are doing it every day and there are new workarounds happening every day. But the most important part of a web 3.0 version of a, of an OnlyFans that had adult content or adult entertainment is that there could be no censorship of any kind, none, zero, nothing. Now that, that does throw up red flags about child pornography and sex traffickers and everything else. Like, yeah. I mean, bad people exist all over the world. Uh, so yeah, there would be that, but also there would be no Imperial involvement whatsoever, not financially and not content wise. That's going to hold, I think some value for some people, and so that, that wasn't really possible three years ago, two, three years ago. Uh, you could have built it, but I don't think anybody would have had the capacity to go to it. But now with crypto being so kind of front and center and everybody being so, you know, into uh, decentralized finance and with it being in the news all the time from Elon Musk and Mark Cuban and all the others, I think there's a very real chance we're going to see an OnlyFans clone done in Web 3.0. Uh, look, we have Theta, which is basically YouTube. You have Audius, which is basically Spotify. Twitter has Blue Sky, which is basically a decentralized Twitter. So what's a decentralized OnlyFans going to look like? I, I think you're going to see one pretty soon because OnlyFans but, just opened the door. So what is it now? It's a race for software developers? Yes. Always is, by the way. It's always an arms race for software developers. But this time, 
this time they're giving a gift to everybody. I, who I don't understand though. OnlyFans made millions off of this. I, I do. Yeah. And they are self-sabotage. Well, they may or may not be like I, they have real business pressures. They want to go public at some point. They want to be supported by banks. It's the same problem the cannabis industry has where it's not legal. It's not legal. Right. Where it's considered uh, amoral or where uh, where they were going to have trouble going on a road show saying, hi, you know, we make our living allowing underage girls to basically do webcams for subscription services. I mean, they, they have no way to they have no way to deal with this. So you know, these are the business problems that they're trying to solve for. Is it is it good or bad? I think they 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 know they're not morons. They know that this is really going to change the the makeup of their audience, and it's going to change the the creator uh, mix as well. They, they know this. This this can't this won't come as news to them. But they've made a business decision that this is going to be best for their shareholders. Okay, God bless. Knock yourself out, OnlyFans peeps. Go for it. What it does is it leaves a gaping hole in the universe gaping hole in the universe for somebody to just fill that void and fill it they will i cannot imagine i've already heard That's like 20 different plans right yeah i know i there's no way around it i i've heard 20 different plans over the weekend from people calling me up saying do you want to get involved do you want to get involved no for the record human beings out there listening i have no interest in getting into the foreign business but thank you for asking um maybe if i was living in an alternate reality yes I'm not telling you not to do it. And I'm not. And it's honest judgment. work, folks. As long it as is. it's not criminal, it is honest work. I've always felt uh, that the stigma of that I hate. It's just, you know, I, look, I'm not I agree. endorsing it. I just I hate that people get criticized for being involved in this industry. It, it, it's a totally honest industry as long as everything is consensual. Yeah, I again, Seth, I've heard both sides of this story. There are social psychologists and psychiatrists and people who deal with uh, children of abuse that would tell you that everything you just said is completely wrong. And they have uh, scientific studies that are peer reviewed, that are academic in nature, that will tell you that a young woman or young man who has uh, chosen this lifestyle, whether they believe they are acting consensually or not, have had issues. Now, look, I my question always is, did they have issues before they got into it or did they have issues because right. of it? I don't know the answer. I, I'm not even here to pass judgment. I, I just always ask questions when someone in a very righteous way tells me that they understand human behavior because of a study. I'm like, really? I don't think you understand human behavior ever. I think human beings are very complicated and I think they do the things they do for reasons that make sense to them at the time. And uh, where I'm always concerned is that we don't allow our thinking to evolve. It's like, well, you did this 10 years ago. It's like, yeah, 10 years ago, it made sense to me right now. It doesn't, you know, if you use yourself as a focus group of one, and in this case, Seth, it's the only way you can, you can think about it. And I will use myself as a focus group of one for this. Things that I deeply cared about in my 20s that literally drove my decision making now in my dotage mean nothing to me. Sure. And things that I cared absolutely nothing about that many years ago, I hold dear to my heart right now. People evolve, people change, things change. So for anyone to sit here and tell me they can look at a 20 year old Shelly Palmer and make any predictions about me at this time. 
maybe in the most macro way, I'm in a more intense version of who and what I was, but we are all forged in failure and we are all the product of the wisdom and experience that we have survived. I think the Nietzsche quote, which I always paraphrase in my favorite way, that which does not kill us makes us stronger, is true. And no research takes that into consideration. We're not, we're not a thing you can study and then say you know us. So I, I'm going to leave that all alone. What I am going to say to you, though, is that from, from my perspective, there are two sides to this story. My choice is that I am busy and I'm not interested in getting into this particular business right now. But others, I'm, I'm not passing judgment on whether people do it or not. And I also know for a fact there are millions and I mean millions with an S maybe underlined a couple times to be made here, real money to be made here by those who are smart enough to understand the consumer need, to really understand the target audience persona, understand the consumer need and deliver on that, make a promise and deliver on it, absolutely going to make a lot of money. It's not going to be easy. OnlyFans is, I won't call it a unicorn because I don't know that it's worth that kind of money. Maybe it is, but it is rare to have a business as successful as OnlyFans. And what's ironic here is that they're a victim of their own success. They didn't expect to be in the porn business, and they are uh, adult entertainment, and they are, and they don't want I didn't to wake be. up this morning and just wait and find that out. I, you're, you're, you're answering the question, but what I still don't understand is what did they wake up? Were they hypnotized? What, what happened? that they decided, you know what, this is not the path we're going to go in because what social media did when it happened was show shock and surprise. Yes. So I think those who are not financially engineering their future do not understand the pressures that senior management and OnlyFans are under. You know, there's a difference between building a company. I, I, this is a really good opportunity to talk about this for one second, Seth, and you'll indulge me. If you started a business with your family 25 years ago and you decided we need a family business and what we're going to do is open a pizza place on the corner because we all know how to make pizza. It's something we can do together and we'll be able to earn enough money where the kids will go to school and we can pay our rent and we all like pizza and it's going to be good for the community because the community can use a pizza restaurant. And then you start it. And it does well because you make good pizza. And then the next town over, you say, or maybe across town because it's too far to travel, you, you open another store and another store and you're, you're building a business over time. And maybe when dad's ready to retire, the kids have all gone to college and they were very successful. And now your choice is close the pizza restaurant or sell it. And if that was a C corporation and it's more than five years old, the Small Business Administration, the tax code is very favorable to you as a small business owner, and you are rewarded for your hard work, and you are taxed at a very low tax rate when you sell it. It could be free, it could be no taxes, not true with a sub S, but definitely true with a C Corp. And you go through this process of building something of value for your family and your community. That is one way to do a business. Many, many, many businesses in the United States are that. And that could be a hair salon or a lumber store or a dry clean. I go down the list of things it could be. There's another way to do business, Seth. And that is to financially engineer your way to success. You right. raise money from venture capitalists. 
their job is to make those dollars multiple or, or private equity. Those, the job of any financial organization is to uh, treat their dollars as soldiers. The dollar's job is to multiply at a multiple that comes with its own set of constraints and rules that have absolutely nothing to do with any of the pizza place story I just mentioned to you. This has to do with the amount of shares that are issued. If you decide you're a growth company or you decide you're a revenue company, making your numbers and demonstrating that your team is the team that can actually deliver on the metric you've promised. Seth, at a certain point that the job of those shareholders to be accretive to those shareholders of those the, the management that, that are are servicing those shareholders we're just growing their money we're growing their funds we're not building a business for ourselves for our community only fans was faced with a financial engineering problem they have constraints and business rules that are were inhibiting them the adult business was inhibiting their ability to follow their financial plan and they don't have another plan. And so their options were stay the course and lose the leverage of their financial engineering or change course and assuage the financial engineers and those constraints and roll the dice on the next phase. Their, their C round, their D round, whatever round is next. And is that good or bad? Uh, look, financial engineering is a way that people make money. Does it create value? only for the shareholders. It does not create value for the community. It does not create value for anybody else because it's not supposed to. Its job is to, is to be accretive to the stakeholders and shareholders. End of story. I was first exposed to this. There's my last pun for the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, exposed to this. When I was in college, there was a young lady who was in my graduating class who worked at the local strip club and when confronted about it, she had a very great answer. She said, I'm graduating and this is how I'm graduating. Like, this is my only way to do it. It was mm -hmm. honest work. And that's when I learned the whole this is honest work and the whole I, I developed that stance. OnlyFans used to make it so much easier for that person. So yes. now let's take the macro out of it and mm -hmm. just focus on the 22 year old young lady who's trying to do honest work. And now the the rug just got pulled out from under them. What it won't be for they, long. What do it won't they it do? won't be for long? Yeah, I know it won't be for long because uh, nature abhors a vacuum, and certainly in this case, it's going to take only uh, a few weeks for there to be a very solid alternative. And OnlyFans said it's going to happen by the end of the year. By the end of the year, they will have several alternatives. Will they get the same kind of traction? You know. As long as that young lady that you just described, I'm going to say young person because it could be any flavor. Right, of it being. doesn't have to be correct. But that that young person who's got uh, the body of a young person and okay. the and the willingness to use that body to uh, help enrich them, uh, they were you know able to do that. They'll have alternatives. And because TikTok and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram, you know, you're, you're in a bathing suit on Instagram doing something, a provocative uh, pose, or you're doing an Instagram video or a Facebook video that is inside terms and conditions. And the link is to your, in this case, OnlyFans account or your Linktree, right? A lot of, a lot of this group uses Linktree or something like it. Textream does. That, yeah. So you, that's not going to change. And 
OnlyFans is going to realize very quickly that they're they're a feature, not a business. Like, what was their feature? What literally? What was? If you think about their business, and I, I hate to say it, and this is probably a decent business lesson for everybody. What is OnlyFans? It's a feature. What is the feature? Paywall. Period. Right. End of story. They they offer an easy way to put a paywall up. You can you can charge a subscription fee relatively cheaply. Um, can you get a Stripe account to do that? Stripe has some rules, that, which is some of the problems that uh, OnlyFans is having, which is why this is a big opportunity for crypto. But at the end of the day, you will find a company who will create a paywall for you in three clicks, which is what OnlyFans does. OnlyFans isn't a great video site. It's not a great audio site. It's not a great community. It's a way for Seth to um, put up a paywall right now and put stuff behind that paywall and get paid when you drive viewership. You don't promote on OnlyFans. There's no real promotional engine. Their promotional engine is, is the free social, right? It's Instagram. It's TikTok. It's Facebook. It's Twitter. It's all the traditional social. And there's no way in the world any of that's going to stop. All they're going to do is change where they're linking to. And what are they linking to? They're linking to a service that provided an easy way to make a paywall. If there was any business more vulnerable to disruption than OnlyFans, I don't know what it was. So blowing their, their lead. And by the way, if you th uh, not to put too fine a point on this, there's only one eBay. What's the next eBay? There's only one Amazon. What's the next Amazon? There's only one Google. What's the next yeah, Google? There's point. only one Facebook. What's that? So there's one OnlyFans. They are giving that up. And that is the only strength they have. They don't have that's another so, strength because so the paywall is the, like I could build that. By the way, I, I, I'm saying this tongue firmly in cheek. So engineers out there do not write <laughs> to me right now and bust my chops about what I'm about to say. I can build a better Facebook. I can't actually. That's just mythology. But theoretically, I could build a better Facebook. There's no version of the world I'm getting a billion monthly active users or two billion or five billion. I'm not gonna, I'm not beating them because of a feature set. The network effect makes Facebook work. It's a social network. And without the number of people they have, there's no Facebook. You can't get the number of people Facebook has. You can't get. You couldn't get 50 million active monthly users. Seth and Shelley could not get 50 million active monthly users. If we were giving people 20 bucks a session to come and hang with us for free, we couldn't get it. You can't buy that kind of network effect. But so we will only record fans, this podcast naked if necessary. Wow, that's a visual I can't get out of my head. But there's <laughs> no way in the world OnlyFans is going to be able to recover from giving up their network effect. This is a right. devastating, it's a death blow to them. So, so the, the reason they're doing it clearly is that they felt they had no future otherwise. And the only possible future they have is this. Will they go the way of Tumblr? If I'm a betting man and I am, I got 20 bucks as you and I have this conversation one year from today. Only fans who, yeah, remember them, remember Tumblr. I remember them, right. It's, it's not going to be. That's going to be the conversation. That is going to be the convo. And I don't know who's going to replace them, but they're a feature, not a business. And they're, do you remember the opening to the movie, the original Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark? He's going down the corridor for the golden monkey head. And as he goes down this corridor, this cave, there's just dead bodies that have been hit by every booby trap on every side. That's this business. Right. Like you, you don't like you. Tech is not a business you just get into with a good idea and win everything's got to work for you. You got to have your codex. You got to have Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones with the little book who can read like, 
you know, Jovitos. I mean, you have, it's too bad you don't speak it. Yeah. I mean, you you got, you need the whip, you need the gun, you need like to understand not to step on the stuff. You need years of archeological experience and luck. Like you can't just walk down that corridor and not be one of the dead bodies. He he passes by. So this is going to be very unfortunate for OnlyFans. They have to know it. It's just a desperate move. It's a giant gift to Ethereum and all people who, write code for DeFi and write code for um, decentralized apps. It's a monstrous gift to people who just know Web 2.0. Every React coder in the world is sitting around going, can I get off the project I'm on right now and write something right now? Can can I just stop what I'm doing and go do this? Can I I get on this? Can I I design this? I want to just do it now. I'm sure every engineer, competent engineer that knows how to get this done, spent the weekend thinking, well, if I just if I just do this, 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 and this, I'll have the you know hundred hours I need to to build my own version of this. But even that won't be enough. Has to capture the hearts and minds of the creators, has to capture the hearts and minds. Well, the consumers will be driven by the creators because in this case, the content is driving the adoption. So all you need to do is give the creators an alternative. And every creator is sitting there going, what am I going to do now? Hey, you've got the solution ready you're going to win there was a an episode of uh my other podcast sports with friends where we spoke to lisa ann the adult film star who for about 11 years was the most googled name in the internet um she's now a sports broadcaster and she's out of the industry but she told me on episode 294 for anybody who's who's looking and if you follow my twitter uh, you can see the links for sports with friends right right alongside uh, TechStream. And what the reason I'm bringing this up is because what she has done is she has turned her old timey adult film work into a social media, you know, that it grew and grew and grew. And now she's working for Sirius XM and they saw the social media, not the adult work. You see what I'm saying? Like, I see do. how the, so and what she says is, is that people today who are trying the same path she did will have a much easier time. I think that's but right. That was before uh, OnlyFans. That was before. Look, we recorded that a couple of months ago. That was before OnlyFans. Seth, every day people make decisions that somebody outside of the organization scratches their head about and goes, wow, I don't get it. My consulting practice, we spend a lot of time with leadership teams. We spend a lot of time with boards and it is impossible from the outside to armchair quarterback this impossible. So what we can do is we can react to the white space that's been created and not worry about what their rationale was because they know their rationale. We will not. But what we do know is that there is a massive amount of white space that's just been created in the adult entertainment industry and somebody or more than one are going to fill it. And it's going to be a really interesting time the next six months as people try to just do this. I'm fascinated to see if there is a decentralized finance solution, if there is a blockchain solution that gets a little traction. It's still tough to have a digital wallet. It's, there still have to be some fiat currency involved because people do need to you know, spend money to buy pizza, speaking of pizza, because you need to eat. So you, you can't just do the whole thing in crypto. You ultimately would have to turn that crypto into cash. There's a lot of things that are going to make this harder in practice than it is in theory. But I don't remember, and I cannot name a bigger gift to a new industry 
then OnlyFans going, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. It's like, okay, that's, um, thank you for sharing. And now whatever you're going to do, you're going to do. Well, I hope people enjoyed and found this very informative and were entertained by it. We're not having a happy ending. It is a happy ending, just not the happy ending you were expecting. It's that simple. <laughs> I'm happy. Are you happy? Just not the way, not the way you would expect from a porn leads tech headline. That's all. Somebody just play the music. <laughs> <laughs>